Hello and welcome everybody to the AFG Local 3369 podcast. Today we're doing episode number 12. My name is Edwin Osorio. I am your host and I have my guest host with me. I have Todd, I have Paul, and we have Davindra. And we also have a special guest who's going to tell us all about religion comp. And that is Angela DiGeronimo. Hello, Angela. Hi, Edwin. Hi, everybody. How are you? We're great. How are you today? You know, it, Doing well. it, it would be remiss of me to not point out that even though we're doing episode 12 right now, so we're, we're chugging along, but uh, Angela has the distinction of being on episode number one. So not only were you our first guest, but you're our only guest who have done two episodes. So uh, I don't know if that's con- congratulations or condolences. <laughs> well, well, I am definitely honored. And I want to say, uh, Edwin, and to your crew, that uh, you're doing a, an amazing job with these podcasts. They're informative. They're You're captivating people. And uh, I greatly appreciated that you're putting in this effort. Everybody knows that it, you know, it's time-consuming, but very much well worth it. So, yes, I am honored to have been your first guest, and I'm honored to be the first guest to uh, be able to be on here twice. Well, well thank you, Angela, and, and thank you for the accolades. Although I will tell you, you know, without people listening and without people giving suggestions and, uh, you know, and, and then I have my team who works with me, you know, putting the questions together and all that good stuff. So it's a collaborative effort. But then again, isn't that a, what a, isn't that what a union is? A collaborative effort? It sure is. Uh, it, that is the very definition of what we are. So uh, we're exemplifying it. Absolutely. So I, mean, I am proud. Uh, you know, that you guys are proud of the part of the New York region, which uh, we always strive to shine as brightly as we can. Well, thank you. And so let's get started. And as I stated earlier, the topic today is going to be religious comp. And probably everyone knows what religious comp is. But in case there are some out there that don't, what is religious comp? And when is it advantageous to use? Okay, so uh, believe it or not, everybody across the country does not know what religious comp is. Uh, I have found in my travels that when I mention it in other parts of the country, that employees are not aware that this is a right that they have, right? So uh, religious comp is actually an accommodation that uh, an employer uh, gives to employees who want to exercise their religious beliefs or practices, right? So it's under Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. You will not find anything pertaining to religious comp in our contract because it's not a contractual right, it's a statutory right. So if anybody wants to learn more about this, you go into the personnel policy manual they have a whole section on uh, religious comp. Well, that's um, that's good to know. However, for the purposes, let's say, of the podcast and to streamline this, if someone wanted to do religious comp, was interested in religious comp, how would they go about requesting it? Okay, so it's a leave category, just like any other uh, leave category that we have. And uh, you would go into WebTA, and you would put in your request, you would drop down to religious comp, and you would request it that way. The difference is that there needs to be remarks on here. 
where you need to identify what your religious belief is, right? And you, I want to make this very clear. It's your own personal religious belief. It does not have to be part of an organized religion. It does not have to adhere to the religion that you actually belong to. You might deviate in certain practices. You might, it might be a cultural thing that you, you know, that religious uh, practice is done in your particular um, culture. That's all fine. It's a bona fide personal religion. So that's where that would come in. So you put in your request on WebTA, you put in your remarks as to what your bona fide uh, belief is, and it does not have to be uh, a long explanation, something quick. This is, you know, uh, what I am going to be observing, and you just keep it moving. And something along the lines of due to my religious belief, I am not able to work. And so that's the WebTA portion of it. Then there's another added part of it. You have to submit to your supervisor a payback schedule. That is a schedule where you're going to say on this day, I'm going to work 15 minutes, let's say. Uh, towards this time that I'm asking for. So let's say you ask for eight hours, you give them the schedule for paying back eight hours. Now, are you married to that schedule? No, right? Let's say on a particular day, you thought you were going to be able to work an extra hour and then something happens and you're not able to work an extra hour. You can only work 15 minutes. You modify the schedule. That's all it is. You have, uh, I might be getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I might as well say this here. You have 13 pay periods before you use the time, the pay period of, and 13 pay periods after you use the time in order to earn it. So here's the difference between like a religious comp as opposed to let's say credit hours. Credit hours you have to have earned before you use it. Religious comp, you can use it and then earn it, or you could earn it beforehand. Whatever the situation is, you have that period of time. And if you notice, I said 13 pay periods before the pay period of and 13 pay periods after. That's actually 28. No, I'm sorry. That's a, that's a year. That's over a year because mm -hmm. it's 28 pay periods. And uh, Angela, are there any limits to the number of times uh, you can use religious comp? Nope. As long as your bona fide uh, belief is such that you need to observe, you can earn as, you, you know, you can use as much as you want. You just have to remember that you're going to be paying it back. But I, I will also talk about how you pay it back and if you should fail to pay it back. There, let's say you get to the end of the time where you could be paying it back and you have four hours, let's say, that you still haven't paid back. Well, there's a couple of things that could happen. I believe at that point you could have your supervisor change it over to other leave. You can use annual leave. You could use credit hours. You could use comp time. You could use um 
travel comp time, you could use leave without pay, right? If you don't say what you want, they might pull it from your annual leave. If you don't have any annual leave, then it would obviously go to leave without pay. However, then you get into a situation where you might be restricted as to what you can do going forward, at least for a year, where yet you failed to pay it back. They weren't able to take any time from anywhere else. And so they might say going forward for the next year, any religious comp that you use, you first have to earn it before you can use it. Well, the, it, the good thing is that uh, it seems to be pre pretty broad because uh, I tend to worship the uh, god Dionysus, the ancient uh, Greek god who is uh, a god of mine. <laughs> okay. Around, uh, but, we don't uh, judge. Well, uh, that makes me feel good. But I, I wonder, would I be required to uh, submit any kind of documentation? No. No, the agency cannot ask you, you know, what your religion is, uh, how it prevents you from working on any particular day or anything like that. If you are saying, I have a bona fide religious belief that uh, uh, requires me to abstain from work, then that's all you need to say. Wow. How about um, denial, though? Can, can uh, the agency deny any religious comp? Technically, yes. However, it is different than an annual leave request because the bar is much higher as to what the agency must prove. The agency must prove that approving your request would cause an undue hardship to the agency. And that bar of undue hardship is very high. So we have actually filed um, EEOs on that situation, right? Because if you are denied, uh, you are being discriminated against technically or possibly uh, due to your religious belief. And we have been successful, uh, at least my local has, in every single one that we've taken to the EEOC. Gotcha. No, and that's because of that high bar. Right, right. So I know you kind of touched on this a little bit um, before with uh, not being able to pay back your religious comp with the LWAP and the annual leave. Um, so, you know, with what happens if you cannot pay your religious comp back? Uh, basically, if you cannot pay it back uh, where you have not, earned it back in the period of time that's allotted for it, then, like I said, it would go to leave without pay and then potentially uh, management could impose uh, a little bit of a restriction going forward saying, we'll approve it contingent on you having earned it prior to actually using it. Well, well, since we're talking about the potential of not paying back time and um, possibly being denied under certain circumstances, uh, are there any cir circumstances where the union could assist a, 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 an employee in obtaining religious comp? Absolutely. I mean, this is a situation where it's a condition of employment, so we do have the right to represent. Um, I, I would always start with uh, contacting 
uh, management and inquiring why it was denied. And if you can't, you're not successful in getting a positive result for the employee, the employee could either file a grievance or file an EEO complaint. Because like I said, religion is a protected class and they're being discriminated based on that. Uh, since it's uh, since it's a violation of a statute, would you not be able to also file a ULP? Technically, yes. Yeah, I, I had a feeling. Uh, well, I have to tell you, as always, you just come with such a wealth of information. I have to sit back and try and digest it all because it, it, it can be overwhelming. And uh, fortunately, people, anyone listening to this uh, recording, you can always hit rewind if you, if you miss something. But I, I do want to also add uh, one other thing that most people don't know. Uh, you can use religious comp for. So uh, that's another option as well. You could use it for attending funerals. You could use it for bereavement. Uh, so it is it is another leave status. Um, and now, if people want to, you know, pay it back, there's a earning it and having to either pay it back or whatever but it is a useful leave category so that when unexpected things happen uh, you can avail yourself of it that's really good to know although i would tell people try not to put a, a request for bereavement too far in advance because <laughs> i have to explain <laughs> You know, if you put yeah, it, that, that might also cause a lot of legal problems as well, <laughs> depending on who you're going to be uh, mourning. Yeah, you just might give yourself away. But anyway, <laughs> you've been uh, fantastic before we go. Has there anything that I've been that should I have asked you anything that I haven't asked you? I think we covered it. I mean, the mechanics of it. Um that a lot of people don't know. The request is in WebTA. If you drop down, religious comp is a category of leave. And then uh, the whole uh, process of um, putting in a uh, payment schedule, which is needed, and the remarks that are needed. I think those are the most important things that uh, employees might not know. Uh, so well, that this will be good to get it out there. America being one of the most religious countries, uh, I, I, I would imagine that religious comp is probably a very underutilized option for people. And hopefully this, this podcast will be very valuable to some people. Yep. Uh, in my, like I said, in my travels, uh, the New York region is one of those regions that does utilize this. Uh, the employees are more aware than uh, the rest of the country. I remember I uh, was in New Orleans uh, a few years back and I was in an office uh, dealing with something and uh, it was around, it was getting close to Easter time and we were talking and I, I just happened to mention religious comp time and they looked at me like I had five heads. So uh, hopefully this broad, this uh, podcast will uh, bring us to new horizons and every employee throughout SSA will be aware of this leap available to them. Amen. Wonderful. There you go. (laughs) 
you you are your comprehensive self you don't leave any stone unturned and uh on behalf of local 3369 on behalf of council 220 i want to say thank you angela and on behalf of my guest host and myself i want to say goodbye to everyone else and we look forward to seeing you on episode number 13 thank you everyone <laughs>